0: Okay, so I did what I swore I would never do and that is I just deleted uh, I think it was nine minutes of change in audio um, that I recorded while walking back from the store for the second time Um, and uh, I had to delete it because I'm wearing the Princess Leia headphones and I'm still wearing them so if this doesn't work then I might just (coughs) throw them into the into the uh what was that thing that the rings got thrown into in Lord of the Rings? I don't know. Saurons uh trash can, who knows? Anyway, these are getting their final test. So good luck to you, Princess Leia headphones. May you uh may the force be with you. <laughs> oh, you know, and I'm not taking credit for this because Honestly, this is the best and most clever thing she ever said and she was pretty clever, but she also I think borrowed some of her material, but I've never heard anybody talk about those people who will oh my god I am belching because I had a burrito a Really good one that I made for myself so I will enthusiastically enjoy that moment, but um, I have a friend who uh, is a funny woman I'm not getting into that conversation right now for sure, but very clever, especially conversationally in real time. And um, <clears throat> and she made a joke about a friend of hers, a guy who was always ready with the obvious joke. Like, may the force be with you. And uh, And I was like, oh my God, I know two people who are like that. And you start running down some people in your life and you're like, how did you never notice that that was a characteristic that they brought to the table until she had brought up that that person existed? And then all of a sudden you look back in your life and you're like, oh my God, that's totally Glenn. And frankly, you know, of all the things Chuck was smart about, it wasn't funny. That's also Chuck. <laughs> so, uh, and it was just, it was one of those things that's always stuck with me because... I should have picked that one up. It's a great insight into a character flaw that is annoying. is someone who will always tell the stupid joke we're all thinking. But, much like uh, I needed to have somebody else show me that before I could see it. Trying to do that for... Say that wisdom that only comes after experiencing a generational um, uh, progression. In other words, when you first hit adulthood, you think you're finally becoming what you're supposed to be. You're you're physically the most fit and um, and uh, um, developed that you've ever been, you're mentally getting all kinds of incoming signals that you're processing into a real world of outcomes that are bettering your world. I mean, you really are taking on the world and you feel completely and totally ascendant in that process as if all you're really doing is acquiring another piece of your eventual success or having an experience that is another forward, momentum moving component of your uh, inevitable uh, hero's journey. Because that's what you're on. And I'm not saying you ever get off that journey. You never should. But when you're first entering a place in the world where you are now your own dependent course of success and existence and, frankly, um, needs and wants, um, <clears throat> you're in acquisition mode. You're, ac- you're acquiring skills. You're acquiring friends. You're acquiring lovers. You're acquiring uh, property. You're acquiring shit you don't need. You're acquiring keys. You're acquiring shoe racks, you're acquiring storage huts, you're acquiring 14 different types of glassware. You're acquiring. And you acquire until you realize how little acquiring matters. Even some of the acquiring of skills you know there's just a level at which some of that shit is just keeping you busy some of it's very 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 relevant (laughs) and some of it for the love of what you're doing golf, woodworking um, dressage who knows what you find to be um, soul tranquility in terms of pursuit of activity Cross-stitch, darts, air hockey, who knows? Embrace those. Don't be ashamed if you actually freaking love air hockey. See if you can become the best in the world. What else you got to do? And And yet don't allow yourself to be consumed by a chase of something like the best air hockey player in the world because of the recognition it brings. Do it because it would mean something to you. You know what I mean? Who gives a shit what other people think? The recognition doesn't matter. But, ah, I didn't even come to talk about that. I came to talk about how you just, you gotta sometimes believe when somebody says, "You you can't understand this Because you're at a point where you you just don't have enough perspective. You haven't had enough width in life to be able to see the depth I'm trying to speak on. And at 22, 17, 14, 38, it doesn't matter. There was plenty of pushback from me when people would give me that line of what I considered at the time horseshit. From what I considered people who were cynical and had sold out and were full of quit full of um yeah not only am i right but i'm so right you won't even know i'm right for 15 years when you'll go god damn she was right i mean it's a kind of attitude that what do you want me to feel like when i'm young except put off um the funny thing is it's right that is one thing that you look back on and go you know god damn they were right you do have a certain level of perspective that you have to grow into. (laughs) That generational thing of seeing the next generation blossom and then uh, get to the point of adulthood is a whole ride that you witness outside your own experience. It matters to be third person. Uh, 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 Participant in a generation's active growth into its own Um, its own traditions, customs, and and values. But they're not yours because your generation is slightly different. They're very, very similar. I'm not trying to imply that we all have these huge gaps in values, but I certainly don't have similar values about privacy that the generation behind me has. I don't have similar values about technology. I don't have similar values about uh, politics. And a lot of it's earned by each generation's experiences, which are unique. So there are generational gaps that exist because of actions taken during generational points that affect everybody differently. My parents have a very different reaction to 9-11 than I do. So those are all just things that are expected because of your point in life. But the rhythms that we all went through, including what my parents went through. Their parents, if I had to guess, though I don't know that much about them. Me, for sure. The next generation, for sure. And the one I see coming behind that, for sure. The rhythms that we go through from wonder to um, unsteadiness to assimilation to um, fracture to reassembly to dissociation to resignation to consternation to frustration to whatever comes next because that's kind of where we are that frustration stage it seems like and I made up the rest of that shit so don't take it very seriously but it seems like we're getting we're getting further away from being noble. And I, I get that. I, I got way away from being noble. This next generation, I think, has the least chance of falling into nobility because they've been manipulated the most. They see that, which is hopeful, but can they escape it, even if they can witness it? Because what other mechanisms are none of us seeing that are in play? It just, it, oh, just makes me frustrated that we can't be direct we can't communicate with integrity there's no there's no way in which to establish credibility there's no concept of or dynamic of of of, <clears throat> of valor I want to know that I'm in an altruistic moment but how do I get one and how's the next generation going to get one It's not going to be on their phone. So, when I look at how silly that I know I sound, saying, Yeah, just wait till you're my age, you dumb shit. I know. But it's so hard to go into their shoes and experience what they're going through because, yeah, I was 22. But my twenty-two is not their twenty-two, and I gotta remind myself of that all the time because things have changed so freaking much. And uh, and I and I don't I don't want to be relevant to anybody, other than to myself. But I also don't want to feel so gapped in in conceptual realities that I can't enjoy and relate to generational um, excuse me um, oh my god excuse me that's enough as I say that alright if I get the hiccups I'm quitting I'm quitting in 15 seconds anyway okay a minute and 15 seconds but I don't want to feel uh, 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 incapable of connecting directly to the uh, the greatness, the hope, the the uh, optimism, the the um, self righteousness, the uh, integrity, the um, the uncertainty, the shyness, the. Uh, the um, the 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 belief that it can all change in your lifetime. I still haven't lost that, and I I know that I, it'll go away at some point, but I just. I don't know. I didn't have kids. And that's kind of a gap. <laughs> that's a huge gap. Don't get me wrong. And, uh, and I don't, uh, you know, uh, when it comes to kids, I have nothing to say except I don't like them in restaurants. But otherwise, I think they're wonderful. And yet, not having them, I'm sure, um, closes my mind in certain, uh, 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 universal truths that I cannot know because I never had a child who needed to depend on me. But I feel like the next generation is depending on on my generation to not completely fall out of the game, which is kind of what we did. I think we thought we walked into a situation where most of the wars had already been won. I think we th- walked into a situation where honestly we were told a story that there were a lot of victory parades just recently. And uh, so all that ticker tape on the floor was because of these things, like the civil rights movement, like the women's movement, like uh, the uh, the Denver Broncos playing in the Super Bowl. There were just ways that it felt like success was being given to us in a way that we walked into a good situation at the right, at the right time. And I... I know I was ready to bask in some of the glow of all that work other people had done. I'm still ready to bask in all that glow. Turns out that glow wasn't there to be basked in. It was there to be stoked. Those embers that were lit were not <laughs> the kind of fire that burns forever because it finally found, fire, or found uh, flame. No, they needed to be tended. And what my generation didn't do is understand that. But the messaging was never there. Nobody even warned us that, the, that there were precarious uh, platforms on which most of those victories had been built. That there were forces that were trying to, as we spoke, unscrew the, <clears throat> the brackets that were holding it all in place so that it could just tumble down and make everyone believe that that's just the way the universe works. See? See? Go ahead, fight for equality, because you know what happens when you get it? You just blow it apart anyway. Ah, and it's not true. It's just that we've never been given the chance to fight for the equality we deserve. And that's why I say I'm kind, I'm understanding, and I'm forgiving. So, this is episode, I think, F. God, is that right? It's six episodes. So I'm done for the day matter of fact, look at that. It's quarter to 12, so I'm really dumb for the day. And uh, so at 11.44, on the 9th of January, 2022, after i belched on you, coughed on you, um, I'm sure knocked my microphone into things that make me unlistenable. I say thank you for your understanding. Thank you for forgiving my... <laughs> oh, so... Uh, immature uh, knowledge of how to uh, even record my own voice with a telephone and a microphone and a headset. And thank you for understanding that I have so little of it figured out in so many ways that sometimes I, I know I've wasted your time. But it's never intentional, and I always will do better Having heard something that should have been clearer, should have been more organized, and should have been more direct. And I have a feeling this might have been one of them. So, if nothing else, when I stand back and think of how much work it can take to be around me, well, I mean, I really am overdue to give back energy to anybody, anybody at all who is seeking support. Because like I said, nobody, and I mean nobody in the universe, has had more support from factors that mattered than me. And for that, I know I'm one of the luckiest people alive.